0: Welcome to the Presbyterian Daily Devotional Podcast for Thursday, February the 15th, 2024, entitled, After Silence, What Next?, written by John Aguntoyenbo of Nigeria, and based on Job chapter 2, verses 11a and 13 in the King James Version. Now when Job's three friends heard of all this evil that was come upon him, they came, every one from his own place, so they sat down with him upon the ground seven days and seven nights, and none spake a word unto him, for they saw that his grief was very great. By nature, I am an introvert. In a crowd, I keep quiet, not because I am shy, but rather because I don't feel that I have anything to say, and because I prefer to think rather than to speak. Still, There have been times when I decided to let myself loose. At those moments, I spoke to the point that I felt that I had spoken too much. I just knew it. Nobody needed to tell me. So I have had to sit myself down and ask myself questions about the nature of silence, the reasons for silence, and most importantly, what comes after silence. The book of Proverbs has a lot to say about silence and the aftermath of speaking. Proverbs chapter 17 verse 28a in the Evangelical Heritage Version reads, Even a stubborn fool who keeps silent will be considered wise. And Proverbs chapter 29 verse 20 in the Easy English Bible reads, Do you know anyone who speaks before he thinks? A foolish person is more likely to become wise than that person. Job's friends, the famous miserable comforters, are people we would never want to have around us in our time of distress. They actually came to weep and mourn with him. But when they finally spoke, after a week, their words destroyed their silence and seemed to plunge Job from the well of grief into the pit of condemnation. When we examine the attitudes of Job's friends, we must ask ourselves, what is the purpose of silence? After silence, what next? Let's examine Christ's actions on the way to Calvary to answer these questions. If we had the version of the Bible where Christ's words are highlighted in red, we would notice how few the words of Christ were from the moment when he was taken by the Pharisees till his crucifixion. Matthew chapter 27, verses 12 to 14 in the King James Version read, And when he was accused of the chief priests and elders, he answered nothing. Then said Pilate unto him, Hearest thou not how many things they witness against thee? And he answered him to never a word, insomuch that the governor marveled greatly. Christ was silent because of his love for you and me. He knew what men would do to him, yet he decided to carry that burden. Then the second question, what comes after silence? They slapped him, mocked him, insulted him, humiliated him, whipped him, pierced his head with thorns, crucified him, and gave him sour wine. After all this, in Luke chapter 23, verse 34a, then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. After his silence, Christ spoke words of mercy, grace, and forgiveness. Do you have a thoughtless, careless, or untamed tongue? Are you like Job's friends with pretentious behavior and a barbed tongue that is hurting your friends, family, colleagues, or church members. You can learn from Christ at Calvary. He is our perfect example. Let us pray. Lord, give me wisdom to know when to remain silent, so that my tongue may speak your grace. Amen.